0: Good morning and welcome to this Sunday morning worship at St. John's. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you. As we gather together to devote this time to the Lord in worship and prayer and fellowship, we say this prayer. God of our days and years, we set this time apart for you us in the likeness of Christ, so that our lives may glorify you. Amen. And the prayer for the day that's being said across all Church of England churches. Eternal Father, who at the baptism of Jesus revealed him to be your Son, anointing him with the Holy Spirit, grant to us who are born again by water and the Spirit, that we may be faithful to our calling as your adopted children through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And today we're going to be spending our time thinking about Jesus' calling of the disciples when he went to the fishermen and called them to devote their lives to following him it's a topic that's always resonant for the Christian life and before we delve into that it's right to get ourselves in accordance with God it's right to come in a time of confession knowing that if we come in true repentance for our sins the Lord is always happy willing and joyful to forgive the gospel calls us to turn away from sin and be faithful to Christ As we offer ourselves to him in penitence and faith, we renew our confidence and trust in his mercy. We are often slow to follow the example of Christ. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. We often fail to be known as Christ's disciples. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. We often fail to walk the way of the cross. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. And may almighty God, who sent his Son into the world to save sinners, bring us his pardon and peace, now and forever. Amen.
1: is taken from revelation chapter 5 verse 1 to 10 the scroll and the lamb then i saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sailed with seven seals and i saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll but no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept and wept, because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven sails then i saw a lamb looking as if he had been slain standing at the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures and the elders the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of god sent out into all the earth he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne and when he had taken it The four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation you have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our god and they will reign on the earth here ends the reading
2: this reading is from John's gospel chapter 1 verses 43 to 51 jesus calls philip and nathaniel the next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of nazareth philip said to him come and see when jesus saw nathaniel coming towards him he said of him here is truly an israelite in whom there is no deceit nathaniel asked him where did you come to know me jesus answered i saw you under the fig tree before philip called you Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending Upon the Son of Man. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
3: I wonder, have you ever had one of those light bulb moments? A moment where suddenly everything seems to make sense? Well, another word for that is epiphany, and in the church calendar, we are in the season of epiphany. Now Epiphany is a time where we are thinking about how God has revealed himself to us uh, and how he reveals himself to us in his son Jesus. And so the stories about Epiphany, the story about how God revealed himself to the Magi through a star and then last week the baptism of Jesus where uh, Jesus was revealed as the son of God to the people around him. All of these are stories about God's revelation, him making himself known to us And in this story today in our gospel reading is a story about how Jesus made himself known to two people, Philip and Nathanael. He then went on to become his disciples. And I want us to spend a few minutes looking at this story and use it as an illustration to think about how Jesus reveals himself to us today. It begins with Jesus deciding to go to Galilee. Uh, And when he was there, he went and he found Philip. Except when we hear Philip telling Nathanael, Philip says to Nathanael, we have found the, the one who Moses and the prophets wrote about. Except that's not what happened. Clearly, it was Jesus that found Philip, not the other way around. And I wonder if this is the first lesson that we can draw from this we often think of faith as us finding God but have we ever stopped to think that actually it might be the other way around that actually it is God that has found us and if you don't yet feel that connection with God perhaps God is looking for you and you haven't yet realized We think of the story of the Magi as uh, the wise men seeking to find Jesus. Or it is a story of how God found them and then led them to Jesus by this star, which for stargazers, which the Magi would have been, was something very familiar to them. Perhaps faith is less about us looking for God and more about... Our response to a God who searches us out. A bit like that story Jesus told about the shepherd searching out for that lost sheep. In the book of Revelation there's a verse which has been made very famous by a painting by Holman Hunt uh, where Jesus is standing at a door knocking and the images of Jesus standing at a door knocking uh, at the door of our heart. And we're invited to open that door and invite him to come into our lives. Faith, perhaps, is less about us finding God and God searching us out. And the question for us is, how do we respond? The inspiring thing about the disciples was that their response was immediate. Uh, They left everything and followed him, we're told, certainly for Peter, James and John, Uh, and also Philip here but we know that that wasn't true for everyone Uh, in the Gospels there were people Jesus called to come and follow him and some of them made excuses they had commitments that they couldn't leave they said let me go and do this and that and then I'll come and follow you but Philip here like some of the other disciples was immediate he just got up and followed Jesus in that image of Revelation he opened the door of his heart And he invited Jesus in. And the first thing he went and did was tell Nathanael. Now, we don't know much about Nathanael. We get the impression he was quite a devout Jew, probably waiting, uh, like many Jews of the day, with eager expectation for the Messiah. But when Philip goes and tells him about Jesus, he's quite sceptical. He says, can anything good come from Nazareth? Now, I don't think he's saying this because Nazareth was just a... complete dump uh, which it might have been but rather there is no reference to Nazareth in any of the Old Testament saying that that is where the Messiah will come from. In the Old Testament writings and Moses and the prophets none of them mention Nazareth and so in one sense it was quite a good point. He might have been right to be skeptical about whether the Messiah would come from Nazareth but Philip simply says to him, come and see. And this for me reminds me about uh, how important the role of people is in our faith. Now if you are like me and you have already come to faith, no doubt uh, there were people who were very influential in that. For me, I grew up in a Christian household and my parents took me to church, Uh, but it was also good Christian friends who were really influential. He really helped me on my faith journey and in my relationship with God. Why is it that one of the first things Jesus does is is gather a group of people around him? Why? Because because that is how God works in the world. He uses people. He uses people to, to spread his message, to share his love and he uses normal people like me and you to go and to help influence the lives of others. Like Philip, we can all play a role in helping people come to Jesus. And what Philip did was very simple. He just simply invited him to come and see. And the invitation for Nathaniel was a life-changing invitation. When Nathaniel met Jesus, he was He was amazed when he met him. It seemed that Jesus already knew quite a lot about him. Jesus calls him, uh, look, a true Israelite in whom no deceit is found. And Nathanael says, well, how do you know me? And Jesus replies, well, I already saw you under the fig tree. Now, perhaps he was referring literally to seeing him sitting under a fig tree, but it could have also been a a figurative, um, symbolic figure of speech. Uh, The fig tree was quite important symbolically uh, in the Jewish scriptures. To sit under a fig tree was a sign of prosperity, uh, a symbol of fruitfulness in the Jewish faith. Rabbis were also known to, to teach sitting under a fig tree. Perhaps Jesus was referring to Nathaniel's very devout Jewish life. We don't really know. But either way, however prosperous or fruitful Nathanael's life was, it was incomplete until he had that encounter with Jesus. And when he sees Jesus, his eyes are opened and he exclaims, you are the Son of God, the King of Israel. One of the motifs that runs quite strongly throughout John's gospel is this this idea of seeking after truth John seems particularly interested in it he has Jesus he quotes Jesus saying I am the way the truth and the life he uh, covers that fascinating conversation between Jesus and Pilate where Pilate says you know what is truth John seems particularly interested in this idea of truth and here in this narrative this invitation of Philip, to come and see, is an invitation to Nathaniel to explore truth further. Again, this serves us as a reminder that however much we think we've figured everything out, there is still more truth to discover. There is more to learn about God. There is more to learn about the world. There is more to learn About our own role within the world and God's purposes for our life. Jesus challenges us and enables us to see the world differently and we might think we have all the answers we might think we've got everything figured out but actually this story reminds us the Uh, example of Nathaniel reminds us that there is always more truth to discover. And so in this season of Epiphany there is this invitation to come and see, to dig deeper into the truth about Jesus, to open the door of our hearts, to make space in our lives, and to respond like Philip and Nathaniel did, with eagerness so that we may encounter and know Jesus more fully. As we think about this passage, as we think about this example, this illustration, let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this story of Philip and Nathaniel and how you made yourself known to them. And we pray that we would learn from it. That we would make space for you. That we would dig deeper into the truth about you. About your plans for our life. And we ask that you would reveal yourself more fully to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
4: see. I want to see
5: Let us pray. When Jesus called his disciples, they sacrificed a lot to join him. And when they followed and continued to follow him, even though they often didn't understand what he wanted of them, we ask that we may do the same. In Jesus' name, Amen. We pray for the church here at St. John's. We pray for everybody. We pray for David as he leads us. We give thanks for everything that people have done to help each other and support each other, to do jobs for each other, to ring up and encourage us to continue. We pray also that we can continue to help the community with the food bank. We ask that the Holy Spirit will guide us to go on with our work. In Jesus' name, Amen. We pray for this country at this terrible time. We pray for the government. We pray for the NHS, for the hospitals in crisis, for the staff who are suffering in mind and body and for all aspects of the National Health Service. We give thanks for the vaccination scheme and give thanks for all that are contributing to that as well. We ask for, um, we pray for the schools, for the teachers and the children, for those doing homeschooling. We ask that they may be, receive help as well. And we pray for all the children, some of whom are missing out for whatever reason. We pray too for students, university students and the lecturers. We pray for those who have lost their jobs and are worried about how they are going to manage. We pray for those whose businesses are in trouble. We ask for help for those who who may lose their houses because they can't pay for rent or mortgage and we pray for the homeless. We pray for all those who are alone suffering in isolation and those who have severe mental health problems because of it and for those who already have mental health problems which are being made worse by the situation. We give thanks for everybody and all the organisations such as the food banks, volunteers, charities, churches, all organisations that are trying to help at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the world. We pray for all countries suffering from the pandemic, especially Brazil, and South Africa at this time. But we pray too for people who still, despite the, are the pandemic, are also suffering from starvation, from lack of clean water, from terrorism, living in refugee camps, however, in awful conditions. For those who are um, trying to get asylum, and are in asylum home, uh, waiting for asylum places, for all those who are suffering. We pray for the world in general at this time too. We also pray for the United States. That the inauguration of Joe Biden will go smoothly and the country return to an ordinary time an ordinary quiet time under his presidency. Lord in your mercy hear our prayer. In a moment of silence let us bring before God everybody anybody that we want to especially remember for whatever reason And we think particularly at this time of the family and friends of George Alexander whose funeral was yesterday. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
4: We've a few notices for you. We
0: are still very busy at St John's despite being in lockdown. Our first notice, the Advent Giving Campaign, is still live so if you have not managed to contribute yet to that and feel that you would like to and are able to, it will be very warmly appreciated and put to very very good use in Christ's name. Get in touch with us at the office or with David's email or my email for more information. The Pause and Pray is back on Wednesdays. You may remember last time we were in lockdown, we held Pause and Pray on a Wednesday morning, which is a short pre-recorded time of reflection in the Bible. Uh, As I say, it's pre-recorded, it's on YouTube, uh, so you can watch it at your leisure. You don't have to watch it when it's released on a Wednesday morning. And this time we are going to be working our way through the Gospel of Mark, which is a really great way to use our lockdown time together. The first one was emailed out uh, this Wednesday, just gone, but it's still available if you want to catch up. And if you're not on the mailing list and haven't been getting that email and would like to, just get in touch with us. Uh, next, notice 24 hour prayer. St John's would like to hold a 24 hour, full on, start to finish, complete prayer cycle where there's uh, one person or a few people from the church praying for each hour of the day. It's a marvellous idea, um, showing our commitment and faith in God's goodness and the value of prayer. If you would like to be involved, there will be a sign-up sheet going live soon. Uh, Keep an eye out on your emails for that, or again, get in touch with us directly uh, on the admin email or mine or David's email for more information. Uh, Finally, we will also be running a book group for the rest of lockdown. We will be looking at NT Wright's new book, which has come out, which is Thinking About Faith in the Time of this Pandemic. It's a quite short chapter, so we'll be working through a chapter every two weeks. Um, I'll be hosting it, so if you're interested, if you think it's something that you would like to know more about, keep an eye on your emails again, or get in touch directly. And finally, we will be hosting Zoom coffee and chat after the service as usual, so please do. Join us for that. It's a wonderful time of togetherness in this strange time of apartness. Before we head out to begin our weeks, let us affirm our faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We say together, though he was divine, he did not cling to equality with God, but made himself nothing. Taking the form of a slave, he was born in human likeness. He humbled himself and was obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God has raised him on high and given him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every voice proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. Our final prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, you humbled yourself in taking the form of a servant and in obedience died on the cross for our salvation give us the courage to follow you and to proclaim you as Lord and King to the glory of God the Father. Amen. We are called and loved by God the Father and kept safe by Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace and love be ours in abundance, from God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.